Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. to the Everton Fan Focus podcast. In this special edition, we're joined by the Everton Supporters Trust. Tonight, I'm joined with Mark Ellis. Hello. Ben Ellis. Hello. I'm also joined by Andy, Simon no, and George. George. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get there first, George. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also joined by Dave Kelly as well from the Everton Supporters Trust. And tonight, the lads are going to give us an insight into the newly formed Everton Supporters Trust. A uh, bit of a background, the aims and achie- uh, achievements, and what 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 they're basically involved in. Um, and we're going to put some questions to them about their involvement, what it means for Everton Football Club as a whole, what what it means for our fans and as an organisation. So, I want to start with you, Andy? Do you want to give a bit of an introduction and give us an insight into the organisation? Yeah. So basically, Everton Supporters Trust is a democratic, not-for-profit organisation, and we are ultimately committed to being the voice um, to feed into Everton Supporters Club, the voice of the fans. Um, we've been going for about two or three months now. Um, we started to grow our membership. Um, we're getting feedback from members all the time. Um, and we've got a number of campaigns on the go at the moment, such as like the Food Bank, um, Living Wage campaign, um, a few other things which the lads will talk about as well. That sounds very interesting and obviously would it be a newly formed? What's the general initial feeling? Like, what are you getting? A lot of memberships, a lot of questions asked. You guys are in St Luke's before every home game. Yeah. What's the feeling amongst Evertonians when they're coming to you? Most of most of the feeling, the feelings of the fans are positive. They want to get involved. You know, with the people are signing up to the the mailing list. Um, we're getting members signed up all the time, but it, as, as per usual, any newly formed organisation they're asking questions, what we're about, what we're up to. Um, but being really a bit we're, suspicious, then, yeah. No, I'm not suspicious at all. More of a case of we're there for the fans. We are just acting as a voice of the fans yeah. With, yeah. to communicate with the club. Um, so really, it's, they drive our agenda um, once they join up, and that, that's it ultimately. 
So all of this, I know you'll probably go into further detail later on, is is supported by Supporters Direct. It is, is that support, right? Yeah, it is supported by yeah. Supporters Direct. I'm an affiliated to them. So you're an affiliate to them. Is there, um, I don't know if you guys want to use examples, but is there any other examples in, prem, in the Premier League that where this has been a success? Obviously, we know there's fan involvement in you would like to think well, probably almost the, all clubs but probably the most famous supporters trust in the premiership at the moment is uh, Swansea City that is fan owned yes. um, and, 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 and from the sublime uh, to the ridiculous uh, probably somewhat ironic that the supporters trust movement was set up a number of years ago by an Evertonian who you may well have heard of called Andy Burnham well, yeah. <laughs> so it actually the idea actually originates from a blue wow. uh, who fought part of a government task force uh, come up with the idea of, of the fans actually ultimately getting ownership of clubs um, to many it's an unrealistic objective uh, for a Premier League club but I think when you look at the likes of Man United supporters trust mm-hmm. they've got 205,000 members Really? Oh. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, so from small acorns uh, grow big oak trees yeah. and, and hopefully that's the direction that we're now heading in. So it's like five times the average young game attendance in but, membership. But I think, I think one of the pleasing things about Everton Supporters Trust is um, it, 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 we've got a worldwide fan base whether we like it or not. And I think uh, I, I think sitting there this evening at the executive committee meeting, uh, we were pleased uh, that we got our first uh, international membership application for the Evertonian in Thailand. Excellent. And, 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 and that's what it's about. There's, there's a global fan base out there that probably most of them will never get the opportunity of watching Everton play to feel a part of it by joining a democratically elected organisation that hopefully uh, will promote the club and, 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 and fat issues uh, right the way up to the top of the club. So, just um, just on issues and, and sort of fan liaison, there's obviously things going on that are very relevant in terms of what happens at Arsenal. For example, Saturday night. That's a sort of a thing that you guys are taking a key role with, with the trust, yeah? Yeah, I wrote, um, I've asked all the fans every week on the Everton Supporters Trust, um, if they go away, give us a little report, not on the pitch report, because everybody wants to be a reporter and of course, talk yeah, tactics, yeah, yeah. but we're saying, tell us what your journey was like, how you were treated, because that's what the Supporters Trust are here for, for the supporters, how, we, how we're treated. And what we can do about things, because there's nothing worse than saying this was terrible or, or this was great, but you know, there's no outlet for me to say that or to do something. Yeah. Um, but I went to, I, I, you know, I was at Arsenal on uh, Saturday and uh, expensive, all looks wonderful, but yeah. you know, we got drenched for 90 minutes because although it looks wonderful, the Emirates, it's not, the, the rain just drives in, yeah. well, yeah. It, it just drives in, and the roof the very modern roof was leaking. So that's the type of thing that we say. But the worst thing that happened, the, the worst incident, is that there was a thing saying, uh, for all Everton supporters who were travelling back to London tonight, the train's been cancelled. Well, we heard, yeah, we heard yeah, actually, to be honest, George, we watched I think anyone who was watching on the telly could hear the G's yeah. and the announcements. Well, we heard that, and then, I, I mean, I was, stay, I was with my grandson and uh, a mate Gaffer, who I want to say that, because they're members of the EST as well, and... We said we were all right. We'd booked a hotel. And we were saying, and we saw people on their phone saying, "I'm going to try and get a hotel. Uh, I think I'll try and get a train to crew, mm. yeah. and then try and get a taxi." And 
you know, then the next day, I wrote me a report saying that the, the, the train, and then we heard that it was a hoax anyway. Now, I don't want to go into the, it was a hoax announcement, yeah. And what the trust has done on the supporters' behalf, and that's the big issue, that's the point, on behalf of the, the you know, the Everton, I won't say average, because they're not an average amount of Everton. But the Evertonian, that's that game and that in effect, yeah. The, the trust has written to Arsenal, written to you know Virgin Trains, and written to Everton saying, you know, we want an explanation. Why did this happen? Even the fact that it was a hoax, how did that come about? So for anybody listening to the podcast, that's why we want you to be a member of the supporters' trust. The more, the higher membership we've got, the more push we've got. We are negotiating with the clubs. We're negotiating with Arsenal, with with the police. You know uh, about the, you know the way people are treated. So. It's it, ultimately it's give very, the fans a better experience. On well, that's what it's all about, yeah. isn't it? We know that, you know, we can talk about the pitch and what, what goes on on the pitch all night, but most fans want to see lower prices. I think these are pretty general. Yeah. Most fans want to see lower prices, better access to games, you know, especially away games, better treatment, you know, not, not being uh, unpleasantly treated by, uh, you know, certain clubs, stewards yeah. or the police. I mean, I've been mistreated by police just because because I've got an accent, you know, and uh, we, we don't want to accept that. The, the, the supporters' trust is here to, to support Evertonians. But it's, it's not just about the negatives, it's actually about celebrating how great it is to be part of Everton Club. So if it's a good experience, that needs to be fed back as well, yeah? And, and the club needs to, you know, anybody in, involved with football needs to listen to us. Yeah. I, think, I think the other interesting thing as well is I think... Uh, Fan activism has come a long way over the last couple of years. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I think when it's things like I know it's on Liverpool City Council licensing committee. So next time it's old Everton. Does that mean you can get my bins picked up? Any? Uh, <laughs> I don't license pubs. I can't get a, I can't get a reply off that Joe Anderson. You know. He's all right, mate. Joe. Times. Honestly, he lives near me in Old Swan. I can't get a reply. So, Sorry, Dave. So the next time we're told that Everton won't pass the ground safety certificate, we've actually yeah. got someone who sits on the license and now. Right, okay. Where, where that benefits us, we actually have now started taking part in the police debriefs. We took part in the police debrief prior to the derby. We went with the police and the city council. And yeah. um, one of the things we raised on behalf of not just Evertonians but with the Cubans, because Minister Shankly have also on it. We actually said before that it was grossly unfair that at the Zabi last year at Cuddleston, anyone in the corporate setting could have alcohol. Anyone in the cheap seats rattling the jewellery, right, couldn't. And that was why on the back of the pressure and our input, alcohol was served at the Zabi this year. Uh, and the police, the police are actually sitting there and listening and welcoming. I, 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 I went to the police to prefer but the most glamorous things are our faith on Saturday, the Saturday morning when we played Chelsea yeah. and took part in the full debrief uh, with, with the police and the stewards. Yeah. And it's actually consulting with fans. And it, I think it leads on to the point that George has just made. The Metropolitan Police were in attendance at that debrief. And we need to now, I believe, say in the British Transport Police, we want to start taking part in debriefs because as well as that hoax announcements, was also anyone travelling to London would be uh, travelling back from London. The trains were dry. Well, if they're going to put dry trains on, we want them to consult with us. We want them to talk to us. Yeah. We want to know the reason why they're dry. 
And we can no. then let the fans and let Evertonians know you're travelling by train, by one, and, yeah. Yeah. and that's what it's all the, about. The day if people want to have a bevy, they want to know whether we can have a bevy or not. Well, yeah. the thing is, ironically enough, over the course of the last couple of weeks, there's been lots of rugby supporters, uh, and, and let's use St James's Park as an example. You know, the rugby supporters in St James's Park able to drink alcohol. Yeah. But Newcastle United supporters sitting in their own stadium can't watch their team and have alcohol. It's about us being treated yeah. far less favourably than other groups well, within society. It's a judgment of football fans almost, isn't it? Definitely, and I think obviously you guys, from what you're saying there, you're acting on behalf of supporters, so it's an eye-opener for me sitting here listening to you. You know what I mean? I don't know nothing about the Evans Supporters Trust. Well, that- that incident at Arsenal happened one on Saturday night, so members got in touch with ourselves on Sunday. We emailed Everton and Arsenal by Sunday evening. Yeah. Um, so you've got a direct link into the club, the police, and other clubs, or do you have to go? No, we just go normal channels. Normal channels. Normal channels. Yeah, yeah. On behalf of Everton Supporters yeah, yeah. Trust collectively, right, okay. we also contact our counterparts at Arsenal Supporters Trust. We yeah. Contacted the sure. director of communications to find to find out what was happened from their end. They put us in touch with British Transport Police yeah. this evening. We've had a response from British Transport Police explaining right. the reasons and apologising for the oversight between themselves and Virgin, and they're still looking to get to the bottom of it. Well, that's, so that's within like what five days of it happening. But that in itself, though, Andy, is, is progress, isn't it? it is. Other people might get a bit disgruntled about it, they might have a bit of moan on Twitter. But then that's it, they go to the next game or the next away, away game and yeah. do nothing about it. And at the end of the day, if that's putting people out or costing people more money, there's people asking questions of it, then surely it's for the better of Everton Football Club and, I think and the fans. That, I, think, I think the really interesting thing about all this is, um, when we first started trying, uh, with the idea of a supporters trust for Evertonians, you will probably all remember vividly Everton playing Arsenal in the FA Cup a couple of years ago yeah. and the yeah. game was a reduced ticket yeah. allocation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, supporters direct, who are the governing body of football supporters trust, yeah. actually convened a Premier League supporters trust meeting with Arsenal and the FA. Yeah. Ironically enough, Everton were probably the only club who was affected by anyway, but weren't invited. And we weren't invited because we didn't have a supporters trust. Ironically enough, it was political pressure that we put on yeah. Joe Anderson and Andy Burnham that actually got her into a political arena. But we couldn't get into a football arena because we didn't have a supporters trust. And I think that actually demonstrates... That's right, and you're actually looking at an organisation that's endorsed nationally. and Just stuff like the financial standards... No, this isn't for fellas sitting in an alehouse coming up no, with an idea. Is what yeah, we got. Yeah, There's a real yeah. strict regime yeah, yeah. and a strict criteria that's got to be adhered to. I would never have dreamt uh, a football trust would, you know, been into that sort of thing. It's just, you know, it's um, what you call it naive. Maybe you just think, oh, it's probably one day trying to take over the club and that's it. One day, but, but it's so vast, and you know, I've learned a lot just in this bit last ten minutes. Yeah. To be honest with you, the, the book on supporters. You write it yourself. Yeah. Um, so you can you can do as much or as, or as little as right. as the members sort of dictate. And we already. I mean, we look we launched in September, but um, we signed the rules in March, so yeah. we're officially 
established in March. But I'd say already that we're probably one of the most active trusts in terms of getting getting people involved and and and, and going out and doing stuff. And it's it's little things like the the um, the food banks because one of one of the things that supporters directs tries to promote in in trusts one of the sort of the ethos that you've got to really take on board is be sort of ingrained in your community. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't just see like the community as being, you know, around Goodison Park, yeah. the Walton area. I see it like as being a you know a worldwide Everton community. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, you know, charity starts at home as well, and and you know a lot of the issues that are facing um, North Liverpool and and the city as a whole. Uh, stuff with you know people going hungry and stuff like that, yeah. and if we can yeah. just buy problems. yeah exactly, and yeah. just by just in you know a small sort of gesture that we're doing, if we can improve people's lives, I think that's a brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Wouldn't well, even that's something that would I, on the agenda. I completely yeah. agree with you, Mark. That's something you'd sit here ten minutes ago and you would not know that an Everton supporters trust will be involved in any sort of like that. Well, I think in fact liaison, yeah, and I, I I can see the campaign on Twitter and, and I'm driving it and I, I I'm all for it. I think yeah. to be honest, if it's for the better of Everton's fans, then why not? You know what I mean? I think I think, I think, think people, people I think probably people need to realise that there's no agenda behind it and that user there. As a liaison, I think what we're, one of the things that we're trying to put across is as well is um, for us, for a lot of Evertonians, it's not just the 90 minutes on a Saturday afternoon nope. or a Sunday afternoon. You know, it, you know the, the club's there 24/7, and it, it's, it's impacting the community 24/7. Um, so, you know, if we can deliver, you know, give give a bit more back to the community that that hosts Everton Football Club and, yeah. and, and what happens on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Just enhances its own reputation. Yeah, as well, yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. yeah, I think it's great listening to you. You know, the three of you all said it's fantastic. It's great. It's a few. Then join. Yes, okay. that's what we want you to do. Sorry, that's like an advert, but it's an advert. Yeah. And if anybody listen, well, all the people listening, if they want to join and they want to know more information and they want to find out, you know, more yeah. about what we're saying, it's very simple. Uh, we've got a website, EST. uk. You can dead easy. And on there you can get links. EST78.co.uk and it's very simple and on there you can just join which is what we want you three to do and I'll be checking up on you next week (laughs) and I'll tell you what if if you haven't joined by next week I'm coming to your house to see planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know what I mean? But we need people to join us. And and, and the other thing is this thing about the community and the wider community. The Chelsea Supporters Trust came up to St. Luke's the other week before the match. And and you make you make relationship then so yeah. that when yeah. fans go to Chelsea they can say listen this is a good safe pub to go there you know this football's about football's about the fans you know it's a, it's a great yeah. quote in it without the fans Using each other together. I, I think I think just 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 on the food bank one I think the other thing that makes uh Evan supporters trust food bank quite unique uh is a little bit of scout solidarity because it isn't just beans on a cousin, it's beans on a Ramfield as well. Oh, that's good, yeah. And, and fair play, says to the spirit of Yankee for getting involved in the joint initiative. And I think we've been hashtagging hunger doesn't wear club colours. Because mm, I'm yeah. not donating a tin of beans to a blue or a red. I'm donating the tin of beans to someone who's hungry. Absolutely. And yeah. the stark reality of all that is the communities in and around both these clubs have put up with a lot yeah. over the last 130 years. Yeah. Uh, 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 large numbers of people are coming in and out. And it's about time the football club starts putting some, something back into the community. Um, I, 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 I felt really humble going into the food bank. And after the first food bank collection, they actually had enough to feed uh, the people they've got on the books. They had three weeks worth of food supply after one game. This is significant. Now, you actually look... Half a breath road there, yeah. In, 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 in the last 12 months, there's a million and 83,000 people had to get at least three days' food off the food bank. And that was... We were dead careful about what we were doing and what we were getting involved in. Because we didn't want to compete with something that was already there. We wanted to compliment it. And that's what we're doing. We're complimenting it. We're supporting something that's already there. But using the resource that's us down this table. Well, I think that's refreshing. Just myself. I know people do food bank initiatives and we do and work and what have you, but um, I think that's really refreshing that two supporters groups have come together that represent not, not necessarily the two clubs, but the two clubs set of fans or sections of the fans and have come together and do that and they're not doing it for their own good they're not, they're not doing it off their own they're just doing it for the sake of people who are underprivileged and it's for charity at the end of the day and that to me is just and it'll take off the um, yeah, well, if this is the, what you should do the relationship that he, you know each Premier League trust and not just Premier League but across the leagues as well have each have with each other and it, it's something that the whole supporter trust movement uh, active football groups coming together it's something that that's you know a recent thing you know the first supporters trust yeah. came about Northampton Town in 1992 supporters direct was born around 2000 thanks to Andy Burnham it's, it's it's more like a recent uh, a recent thing, and it's it's more um, trying to get across to football fans that we've got more in common yeah. than out of common. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. when you know when ninety when when the game comes against Liverpool, you know, for ninety minutes, we're, we're 
with enemies. Yeah. yeah. But then once the, the game finishes, you walk out and then you, you meet your, your, your brother yeah. or your, your cousin or your sister or your mum or your dad who's a red and you walk home with them. And, yeah. And it's not just. It's not and just. And it goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. it's not just Everton and Liverpool. It's, it's, it's across the whole country. And this is where you, know, you talk about um, the, the meeting that supporters direct convened with the FA. And it, yeah. that, that supporters groups coming together and saying, hang on a second, you know, this, this is affecting not just these fans, it's affecting everyone. Cause yeah. I, I, I like that time and what you're saying about the fans are having a say. So yeah. I know you've done stuff with the 20s plenty as well. And well, I think I, think, I, I like the yeah. fact that the fans are having to say because it's, it's obviously we know football nowadays is a sky monopoly and this and that. Yeah. And we, we, we attended, money, we, we, it's good to see that the fans are having to say back and, and putting a bit back, you know we, what I mean? We, we attended a meeting in, in, in Manchester a fortnight ago at FC United, totally fan owned. Yeah, um, as an Evertonian, you'd, you'd have to be embarrassed that from nothing. They built their own stadium yes. and, and constructed yeah. their own team and stadium. One of the kids who was with us at the meeting at FC United four nights ago said to me, How much did all this cost them? Yeah. And I said to him, I haven't the foggiest, but ask him. He said, Who's he? I said, He's the chief executive of the club. He's no different than you or I as a fan. The ironic thing about it was, the chief executive of that football club was that enthused that there was two ten-year-old scousers asking questions. He took them yeah. on a tour of the stadium. How are you listening, Robert Elstone? He took them on a tour of the stadium. He took them in the changing rooms. And he took them, yeah, the chief executive of the club. And, and that's what football trusts yeah. can be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and that's the ultimate objective, and that's the ultimate. Yeah. It may well be pie in the sky at the moment, but if that's what we aspire to be, I'm yeah. quite happy to. Uh, well, to be honest, Dave, sorry to jump in. I remember going to a meeting, and it was at the park end, and this was this was a couple of years ago now, and I got a a, a bit of an ad hoc invitation, and I remember you speaking with the lads from support uh, sub direct, and I remember it. And I thought to myself, there was a lot of questions from the floor, and there was a few maybe shareholders in attendance. And I, I remember thinking, this is just pie in the sky, but it's not now. It's reality. It's in place, and there's no reason. Yeah, obviously financially, yeah, people want to join it. It's their choice. You're not forcing people to join it. But sounds to me like there's a campaign for more than just fan liaison. There's a lot more to it, and it can, it can be beneficial to all our fan base. And that's, and that's the thing, you know, with all our members at the moment and everyone who's on our email list, we've just sent out a survey monkey asking their opinions in terms of what they want us to focus on, asking them 10 key questions. So we've had loads of responses after yeah. the members saying, this is what we want you to focus on. So it's the fans. So it drives the agenda. Yeah, the um, fans drive So it's all about the fans and all about the members. So we are keen that people do sign up. Um, you know, we are regulated yeah. by the, fan, the Financial Conduct Authority. We are constituted. It's not just four guys who set this up. We are, you know, we have yeah. got a fan base that we need to represent. So Can you share any findings from that, that survey? As they, will, it's, 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 they will be on the every website. Yeah. 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 Collating them at the moment. Yeah. So every, the website's updated every day and Facebook. But I think, just to say one other thing, that today we're sitting here and we're all a bit sad because Luke Howard Kendall's funeral for people listening 
And I suggested that that's the end of an era in a way, because Kendall, as every Evertonian knows, knew the fans, spoke to them. Yeah. You know, knew what the he would he would talk to them on the streets still up to a week or two ago. Yeah, he would talk to fans, he would listen to fans. But over the last thirty years, football has been taken out of the hands of the fans, yeah. and it's been there's been a gap between the fans, the club, the players. The managers, the owners, that's got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And mm. if you don't like that, the people listening, then join the supporters club so that we can make that gap tighter and yeah, tighter well, again. Yeah, where we can get our say to the... I do think it's the end of an era yeah. with, with, with Howard today. A terrible, sad you're not, you're not the first person that's said that. Yeah, but, um, but let's do something then. It's interesting what you said before about... Um, I'm assuming that you were at the, the, the shareholders forum last year and you yeah. with supporters direct and just everything. That, that must have been what it was because yeah. it was at the park end. Yeah, yeah. But and and you know, I take on board when you're saying that you know you you're looking at it and you're thinking it's pie in the sky and, and to be honest with you, sitting here as like the chair of, of Everton supporters, trust them looking out the window there and I'm seeing Goodison Park and I'm thinking what our ultimate aim is to is to own that fan ownership yeah. of, of Everton yeah. Football Club. And to an extent that, you know, from where we are at the moment, humble beginnings, that is high in the sky for us. Yeah. But I mean, one of the other, one of our other ultimate aims is to have fan representation on the board. And there's discussions going on at Supporters Direct at the moment. Yeah. What should be the focus for trust in, a, in in our position, Premier League, where you talk about to buy Everton Football Club? I mean, there was you know reports last week coming out saying that people were interested for 250 million or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. That that is that is going to be. So you think yeah, that is Sorry, Dave, but um, yeah. but I think what what what's more realistic for, for trust in our position is getting that fan representation on the board. I mean, it all comes back to fans working together for Everton, fans yeah. working together on a national level because that's now being talked at a parliament parliamentary level. Yeah. So it's MPs talk about bringing in legislation to get football fans on you know yeah. democratically elected via the, the supporters trust onto the board of directors of their football club. So there's you know, a lot of muscle behind it. See, but, well, well that was that was, so that was actually just, it was actually a Labour Party the fact that manifesto. The fans want to have a say about their club. It's actually it's recognised on a national yeah, parliamentary. Well, well, I mean, it, I mean, I, I hate to go back to Andy Burnham again as another example, but if you think about it, he's an Evertonian sits in the Gladys Street. Yeah, you know. He's going to have a thoughts and opinions. Yeah. He could I've, be I've, totally against it if, if he was, you know. Yeah. He's not. He's so you think, I think most supporters would be surprised to learn that if the Labour government had been elected in May, yeah. there was a manifesto commitment that within 100 days of the Labour government being elected, supporters' trusts would have two fans on the board of every club. And that. And, that that document that documents yeah. what became their manifesto commit uh, uh, priority. Yeah. Everton supporters trust actually met with the composer who put that manifesto commitment together. We met with Clive yeah. Efford, the Labour MP who put yeah. that together. We took part in the meetings with most Man yeah. United supporters trust. So it's actually been right at the very heart of what's going on within the supporters movements. We're not looking to be on the periphery. No. We, 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 we've had our little bit. We've had our little bit of being on the outside, looking in over the Arsenal Tiffa fiasco. Yeah. We want to be playing a full and active role, and that's why we liaise with every other supporters trust, not just in the yeah. football league, 
but right throughout the whole of the pyramids. But I think the hammer's home as well. I mean, like you say, this this sort of movement's only in its infancy. Uh, you know, nationwide, not just not just yeah. supporters. Just, but if, if you know, at this stage now, if, if um, we're getting this spoke spoken about it, you know, at Westminster yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, imagine where we'll be in ten years' time, fifteen, twenty years' that's time. Yeah. And that's a terrific platform on which yeah, to build. Yeah. And that's the important thing is that, that this is not just an overnight thing. This is a, a, a long term, yeah. you know, plan in terms of this is here to stay. And um, so we do need members to join up and you know be part of it. Um, you know, they can join up as George said by going to the website www.est1878.co.uk. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at EST1878, EST underscore 1878, yeah. EST underscore 1878. Yeah. It's a pain, isn't it? Yeah. There's uh, a guy at EST1878, just some, ra- some random guy, and he, he doesn't tweet, he doesn't talk. He doesn't tweet. He's getting all sorts of He's getting all sorts of excitement. He can't be having a family of five thousand followers. He's getting all sorts of excitement. He's ちょっと頑張ってるんですわ。そうですね、ピューズだ、ワイ。さあ、やっぱりアーティストね、エヴァンヘディタッチ Five pounds for sixteen to twenty-four year olds and over sixty-fives. Oh, I know the girls. Ten pounds in between. There's the girls. Ten, fifteen, ten pounds yeah. in between. <laughs> um, so the so they, the yeah. girls. So there you go. There's, there's all. The, I was going to come to you and say, what's the social media and all that? Yeah. But you've, you've obviously you've cleared most of it up there. And the um, but I just like to say. A big thanks to all of you, then, for, for saying what really you said. I think um, really myself, Ben, Mark, um, I've learnt an awful lot there. Yeah. Yeah. Just to Who will be members within a week. <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest, yeah. I'll be members. I feel bad for not being a member. If Santa, as I say there, will be members. Um, lads, have you got any final thoughts on that? What it, obviously, it's a new thing to us. I've given my thoughts. What do you think? It's it's a great initiative. It's fantastic, and the fact that you're liaising with other clubs as well is absolutely brilliant. It just gives more power, doesn't it, to the help of trying to get somewhere into these clubs. I just think, yeah, in a day when football fans don't get much of a, a deal from like, ticket prices and cost of getting to games, you're looking, and I just think for, for a group to be acting on behalf of them fans to make sure that they get sort of the best and the most cost-effective experience, you know, you're doing a lot with yeah, I mean, we don't, It's we don't, just, you know, you take into account to, people's situations, don't you? Yeah, we don't claim to speak on behalf of every Everton. No. I mean, we... we, we so you need that, yeah. I think that's what... Just as a neutral, you probably need to outline that, and I think you have done there. Yeah, I mean, I mean people think any sort of group acts on behalf of every Evertonian, yeah. but it's not. No, that we, we act on behalf of our members, and every, everything we've done so far in in terms of approaching the club over um, over certain campaigns, certain things. You know, it's been purely by our members coming to us and saying, "Not happy about this," or no, "We'd like you to do that." I mean, we tweeted we tweeted out last week. I mean, I mean, after after Kendall's 
Kendall's Beth last, um, last weekend. Yeah. A couple of our members come up to us and said, well, it'd be fantastic if we'd done a permanent memorial. Now, yeah. like, to be honest, I couldn't come home a bit despondent after the match, but I fired an email off to Elstone yeah. straight away. Well, it turns out that the fans forum had had something in the pipeline for a couple of months, which is fair play. But you know what? I've, I've, we've took feedback there from our fans and put it forward, and yeah. I'd like to think it's played a little little bit yeah. you want to know where to go and to when you're with, it, with, with a proposal like that and you guys the thing is the thing is yeah. and I speak here on behalf of myself not everyone would want to go to the official club's fans forum to put an idea across yeah and I would so to have someone else this is a much yeah, it seems to be a much more yeah. processable and I know and accessible totally independent totally independent democratic that yeah. idea is now being approved and it doesn't as you said the other day it doesn't matter whose idea it was it exactly, if it happens yeah. it, it happens for the best yeah. and I, I I honestly yeah. think, um, just to touch on what the lads have said it's an eye opener and um, a real education to speak to you also thanks very much for that fellas anyway just before and, um, you go sorry um, Sam it's alright now um, if anyone has any more questions yourselves do there is another shareholders forum next week, uh, next Tuesday, the 3rd of November, at half seven in the park end. Uh, everyone, it, it's free to attend if you're a, if you're a shareholder. If you're a non-shareholder, I think it's two pounds. That two must pounds. be what I went to then last yeah, year. It, was, it yeah. must be. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be, we'll be there along with the former players foundation as well. Um, so we'll be giving a presentation on on, on the trust. So if anyone out there yeah. wants, wants to, to come along, yeah. ask us questions. Yeah. You can ask us questions on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. yeah, go on our website and email us. You know, we're 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 there. Dave Kelly's questions. always on Twitter, anyway. Yeah, yeah, He's always on Talksport as well. And <laughs> <laughs> finally, I'm not plugging them on Radio Merseyside in the morning. Uh, oh, you've got a gig, have you? Pumping the food bank. Yeah. But do us a favour. Yeah, yeah. Publicise the food bank. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Publicise the food bank. Yeah. That's going to be a regular occurrence. Yeah, donate food. To, yeah. To, to, yeah, yeah. Donate any dry food and any yeah. toiletries. The bins will be up and down, good us some mode. I'd like to say a big thanks to, uh, to the lads in the Winslow. Yeah. You can rightly claim that the people's pub, because there'll be a couple of bins outside there to be clearly Fantastic. identified yeah. as the Bell at St. Luke's. And it's about football fans doing something for the community. Yeah. So dads, anyone anyway, feel a little like Bob Sold off. Gives you money, gives you food, gives you toilet yeah. Don't, don't uh, worry about me, Jim. Multi-millionaires. No, that is fantastic, lads. Thanks very much, fellas. Much appreciated to all of you, okay? And we'll draw that one to a close. Cheers, fellas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 